everybody. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. And every week we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and higher nature, how to improve our relationships, finances, career, spiritual health, and emotional happiness. And during these difficult times when people are either out of work, working from home, or having challenges, we have an interesting topic to talk about. How to beat burnout and work with energy, love, and power. The term burnout refers to a situation when you work and have mental, emotional, and physical exhaustion. You're overwhelmed. There's an imbalance between the demands of the job, career, or business, and your ability to cope and, and do things. Also, there's an imbalance between your effort, what you put into it, and the rewards. For example, approval, recognition, and salary. Now, the effort could be dealing with deadlines, dealing with time crunches, unrealistic expectations. Millions of people today are suffering from burnout at work. And in fact, according to the International Classification of Diseases, this is considered now a syndrome, an occupational phenomenon, the idea of burnout, where workers lose their passion, their energy. They become cynical, negative, and detached from their job or career or business. And they're less competent. They make mistakes and don't do as well at work. There's a, a test called the Maslow burnout inventory that asks certain questions and, and looks at certain categories of burnout. For example, emotional exhaustion. You don't have the energy anymore to do the job. Detachment or cynicism. You don't feel connected to the position or work that you're doing. And lower sense of accomplishment. You don't feel you're accomplishing as much. You're not achieving as much. Questions like, I don't care about what happens to my patients or clients or whatever it is you have. And I doubt the significance of my work. So an overwhelming sense of exhaustion, being cynical, not believing that what you do for work has value, and not being able to accomplish as much as you used to, being ineffective. Now, there are studies that talk about the biological aspect of this, the burnt-out individual. Burnt-out people, in the sense, first of all, are not able to reduce their emotional response to negative images or inputs. They also have a, a large amygdala, the part of the brain that regulates fear, anger, and other emotions. So they're more likely to be in the fear, worry, and stress mode in everyday work situations. And also, they have weaker connections between their amygdala and their prefrontal cortex, the executive center of the brain that deals with judgment, thinking, and focus. Also, there's a thinning of the frontal cortex in people who are burned out. So it affects their attention, decision-making, emotional control. They've also looked at the brain of early trauma victims, and they find similarities between the brains of people who have high burnout. And also with prolonged stress, there's more release of what's called cortisol, a stress hormone. And when you have too much of that release, it actually depletes it. So you have less cortisol. And you have a situation called hypocortisolism, which are very low levels of cortisol, which can lead to very severe health problems, like building up plaque in the coronary arteries leading to heart disease. In fact, the top 20% of burnout employees have a 70% increased risk of coronary heart disease. So it can affect your physical health. Now, the good news is some of this damage can be reversed in the brain from high stress or, or burnout. In one study, they looked at medical students who were in a very high-stress situation. They were studying for a licensing exam. And when they looked at their brains through imaging, they found that there are certain parts that were disrupted related to intention. However, four weeks after the exam, they returned to normal in terms of their brain imaging. So it is possible to reverse, to a certain extent, these changes. So think of your own life. What are your warning signs? Let's say you're working in a situation now. Maybe you're working from home. Maybe you're working in an office. 
and you have this feeling of burnout, this exhaustion, this overwhelm. First of all, look, are you having difficulties at work? Do you make mistakes? Do you miss time from work? Are you late, inattentive? Have you lost motivation? Also, your relationships. Do you have more troubles at home? Do you get more angry, irritable with your mate, with your children? Also, physical issues. Uh, it affects your sleep. You can't sleep at night. You feel nervous, on edge. You, you think you know work all the time. Or maybe you sleep too much and try to sleep everything off. Or maybe you eat too much to try to use it as a way to feel better. Or you have no appetite at all. You run around all the time, stressed out. You might have chest pains, fatigue, a compromised immune system, and more illness. Also, it can affect you mentally. You might feel more depressed, guilty, worthless, exhausted, cynical. You might have less satisfaction or motivation in your job and even at home. And oftentimes, poor self-care. You have bad bad diet, you don't exercise. You might even self-medicate, use alcohol, drugs, or substances to feel better about the stress that you are under. Now, the different causes to burnout. One is time pressure. You feel overwhelmed. You don't have enough time to do the tasks that you need to do. In one study, they found that people that gave themselves enough time to complete tasks had 70% less likelihood of burnout. Lack of clarity in the work demands, impossible workloads, lack of communication. And one of the biggest problems with burnout is healthy feeding self-talk. Where you say to yourself, I got to be perfect. I got to do more. So you're never really satisfied with yourself. And you're very self-critical. You keep attacking yourself in a negative way. We don't do the work as well as you could or should do in your own mind. And that creates the feeling of burnout that you can't do enough. Now, when you start a new position, a job or career, there's always different stages. For example, the honeymoon stage, where you have a lot of creativity, energy, and optimism. And then you have stress onset. Some days are more difficult than others. You have less optimism. Then you have chronic stress, where you start to lose interest in your hobbies or interests. Everything's about work. And then you start making mistakes at work. You might miss some work deadlines. You maybe feel tired in the morning, decreased sexual desire, more aggression, even physical illness. And then finally, you have the full-blown burnout stage, where you have kind of an escapist mentality. You want to go to Maui or, or Tahiti. You visualize it all the time. Get away from work. You feel empty, pessimistic. You might have chronic stomach aches, headaches. You may neglect your personal needs. You may not spend enough time exercising and taking care of yourself. And there's social isolation. You want to kind of drop out of being around other people. You want to isolate, just be by yourself, and maybe feel depressed. So let's talk about ways to fight burnout. So let's say you are overwhelmed at work and uh, you're stressed out, you're apathetic, lack motivation. One of the things that can be very helpful is what I call the technology fast. Many times people spend all their time on their phone checking emails and, and texts and social media and even negative news and it overwhelms them. It puts them in a negative state of mind. So you can put that away for a while. For example, an hour a day, a few hours a day, turn off your devices. Do it before you go to bed at night as well. Clear your mind. Do something that is more relaxing, that you don't have to think so much about, whether it's meditation, relaxation. What I call positive addictions. Hobbies that are positive for you. Maybe exercising, a meditative or spiritual practice, being in nature, playing with animals or children, having a hobby that you like. The other thing is to pay attention to your body signals. When you have a headache or stomach ache or aching neck, it may not be just physical. It may be psychological as well. Another thing that's important to do is to work with your energy levels. Realize when you're getting tired and maybe take a break. Some people, after one to two hours of solid work concentration, need a little short break. Maybe you can stretch a little bit. 
Breathe in, breathe out, meditate. Also look at your energy level. Some people are good at night. They work better than people in the morning. So find the times you're most productive to do the most intense and difficult work. Maybe you're a morning person. So you get up early, you do some writing or emails, whatever it is that it's, it's challenging for you to do at the very beginning of your energy phase, and then do the other things later on where you have less energy. Also, it's very important to be around positive energy friends or family members, people that can lift your spirits and your emotions. In psychology, we have a term called mood contagion, that moods are contagious. When you walk into a room full of negative people, you can start to feel their negative vibes. You might start feeling a little bit sad or depressed or irritated. But if you walk into a room full of positive people, they can uplift your mood. You can start feeling more joyful, optimistic, and hopeful. So strive to surround yourselves with people that have that positive energy that can help you overcome your burnout feeling. Another powerful word or technique in avoiding burnout is to say the word no. Say no to unnecessary things that don't really contribute to your well-being or the well-being of those you love. Say no to things that are ineffective to you. Maybe you don't want to go to that social event. The people there are not people that harmonize with who you are. And perhaps you're a caregiver, you're a caretaker personality where you give lots of people and they always ask you for favors and you love to do that, but there are points where people may either take advantage of that or you start doing too much and then you don't take care of yourself. So saying no is not a selfish thing because when you take care of yourself, take time out to rest, relax, rejuvenate, you have more energy and love to give to others. And that actually is a very unselfish thing to do and very positive and healthy. Also, you need to find love and meaning in your life. What gives you meaning? What gives you love? Maybe it's being with your family, participating in a charity event, a spiritual or humanitarian practice, helping people in some way. And what's your purpose in life? Are you here to create something special, to be a great person, to uh, be a loving person? And that uplifts you from times when you feel stressed and burnout because you have a bigger mission in life. Momentary annoyances and problems don't get you down because you know you can do a lot more with your purpose on earth, whether it's to be a creative person, a scientist, a doctor, a lawyer, a craftsperson, even a family member, a parent. Also, find work that you can love and love the work that you do. Maybe there's some part of your work that you can really enjoy and love until you find the right career, or business, or occupation. And when you do love your work, your life is uplifted. You're less likely to be burnt out. Khalid Gibran, the famous Lebanese poet, said, Work is love made visible. So when you work at something you love, you take that love and it becomes a reality. It becomes an external thing that can help yourself, others, and the world. And finally, one of the favorite things that we talk about always in Love University is the idea of give loving energy without expectation. Help other people smile at them, compliment them, listen to them attentively, empathetically. Give them practical, emotional, psychological support without expecting anything in return. This is the key. Because you're a loving person inside, you don't need to do anything else except give that love out. And some people may not respond. Some people may not take it the right way in their own mind. But it doesn't matter. You're going to keep shining your loving energy. You're going to be like the sun that shines no matter what on everyone, regardless of whether people like it or don't like it. Because you are loving energy. That's who you are. And when you do that, you move beyond the stuck phases of being burnt out, the psychological limitations, the withdrawal, of energy and you start to expand your energy. And the bottom line, fighting burnout in your career or work, stress is loving yourself. And we talk about this in Love University. To love yourself, which means to forgive yourself for your past errors or mistakes or regrets or when you're not being perfect 
what we call perfectionism. And to realize that you're a creation of a higher nature, whether you believe in God or spirit, you have something special inside you. You don't need to work necessarily or do anything to earn that great value. By nature of being born and living, you're a king or queen by birthright in the higher nature sense. So with this understanding, you realize that you don't have to do anything, prove anything. You can do the best you can. You can exercise what we call your don, which means God-given talents from the word don divino, your abilities to help yourself, your family, and the world, whether it's through being a caretaker, being creative, a business person, whatever business you might do. But the key is that you do it with loving energy. So our goal this week, and I challenge everyone here, Love University students, is to go out and instead of thinking about being burnt out and being tired of things, think of what you can do to bring more joy into your life and others. Whether it's a hobby, an interest, maybe contributing, being charitable, humanitarian, whatever it is that you want to do. And we just had an election, so whatever party you believe in, whatever cause, make sure that you put your energy out there, that you contribute your ideas to make this world a better place. And when you do that, you rise above stress, you rise above perfectionism and conveniences, and you can get to a higher state of joy, love, and understanding. So go out this week and have a burnout-free week or a week that's with, filled with love, energy, and power. If you want to be part of Love University community, we're growing very quickly and we're expanding a lot and, and give a lot of joy and, and positivity to people. You can visit us at loveuniversity.love, email us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at Love University Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Love Letter U Podcast. Subscribe to us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila of Love University. It's time to put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones. Relax this week. Enjoy it. And we'll see you next time. Love University.